once we are playing a game in in Mohanbagan, Calcutta League game, and you know, full packed, and in Mohanbagan the, the crowd is very close to to you. And I was very angry that game. We wasn't playing well. The, the fans start putting really pressure on me, on putting some players who was on the bench. I think Puya was was on the bench, and fans was asking me to behind me, and I heard one voice. Put Puya, coach, put Puya, and with some Bengali. And then after that voice, I hear again a lot follow him and go with him. And then maybe a few hundreds are saying put Puya. <laughs> and after like five minutes, I heard that put Puya, and I looked and I saw the guy. And then after like because the 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 game. The score didn't change. I think we was draw and we had to win. So then, as soon as that first one started, I turn. Uh, as a coach, I'm weak, you know, in front of the. <laughs> but I had the courage to turn, forget about the game and focus on that guy. I say, you and I, I challenge him. You come and be man and come to talk to me, like. And he was intimidated. And what the reaction of people around him? They all was with me in, <laughs> when he was saying. They all say, "Ah, you should shut up and respect the coach." Okay, coach, Karim Chacha. They clap hand. Two times he starts, and everybody follow him against me. When I turn and face him, and when I did this, all the people who was with him, they was against him this time. They say, "Yes, yes, let the coach concentrate." Okay, Karim Chacha. Okay, let's go. And then, lucky we won that game. <laughs> so this is with the crowd. So many things, yeah. So many things. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Injury Time with me, Sandeep Menon. And this week, as you may have guessed by now, the big guest on the show is Karim Bencherifa, the man behind the powerhouse that was Odafa. the brains behind the resurgence of churchill salgaukar and mohan bagan and the one who molded many an indian international and the coach who was once at the doorsteps of being the national team head coach as well for me he is criminally underrated for his achievements in indian football and what he's done and after this conversation i can add that he is a tremendous joy to speak to as well so without further ado please check it out So first of all, thank you so much for uh, coming on uh, the Injury Time podcast and responding. You're most welcome, Sandeep. Yeah. Now that uh, the coronavirus has stopped football everywhere, and I guess some point we all have to come back to playing football again. And uh, I think I I personally feel, and uh, I don't know if you have the same same feeling towards Indians. I feel like you are quite underrated as a coach in India. because of your uh, success that you had in salgaukar what you did with indian players in pune uh, what you did with players in in bagan where you uh, you know you took that team i mean we'll talk more about it down in the podcast later and what you did with churchill almost uh, winning the title again there so do you feel the same that uh, you people don't uh, really appreciate what you have done for indian football especially for indian footballers 
I, I, well, I do, I do feel that, of course, because I, honestly speaking, uh, the results are there for everybody to see, and and especially, um, I, I never had it easy, and I have different challenges, different clubs, because there are some foreign coaches who succeed with one team, and and if you look at the success. Uh, the teams was highly professional, high budgets. Uh, you know, you have all the ingredients of success. Uh, wasn't the case for me. Uh, uh, and if we, you want, you want me to start uh, telling you how I came to India. I came with a club, uh, Churchill Brothers, um, average budget. Remember that time, Churchill Brothers was in second division just promote to the top division. Most of the players have left. And uh, the president uh, have uh, have signed a lot, a lot of young players, raw young players. Nobody know them. And in fact, all I-League experts and even the entourage of uh, Churchill Brothers, except the chairman, Mr. Churchill Alemao, and me, the, the all the entourage, the people around, they was talking to me as the coach to influence the chairman to sign more players, to sign experienced players, to sign big players. But uh, I know it wasn't possible, and I just took those ingredients that I had, which are not, which will not guarantee you success because you have a lot of young players. But we did wonders. Uh, first, all those players: Robert, Paite, uh, Nauba. They was very, very young and many more. Plus, even Odafa, who was our power up front, when I came, uh, Odafa wasn't the star that he became. You know, when I just came in 2006, Odafa played in second division with Churchill and was okay and was three years in India before, played for Muhammadan as a stopper back. Center back. Yeah. yeah. So, and I remember we, uh, with Odafa, a uh, short story about Odafa because he was tremendous and uh, key for that team. When I came, the, the president uh, have told me that, look, we have this player. He's good, but it's your call. Uh, he seems lazy. When I talked to the staff and the people that have worked with him, they told me the same. Coach, he's talented, but he uh, he doesn't come for training a lot and all that. And uh, and I really remember the first contact with Odafa was we started about ten days the preseason, and then uh, Odafa came from Nigeria and uh, he came with his normal codes to the training just to see and say hi first. And uh, because I know what was happening. Uh, I wanted to send strong message. So my first contact was very bad, very, very bad. I mean, I didn't. The first words that I said to the player is, uh, this is not professional. You're coming late for preseason. Because I want to pass a message that what was happening before cannot be happening. And uh, I told him, uh, this is not professional. You are late. 
and you, we will work on your fitness. Uh, so you cannot join the group now. And I give the instruction to the, to the assistant coach to take care of him with a special program. Obviously, he wasn't happy. And uh, I think he had complained to the chairman, but the chairman said, the coach is the boss. He decided. And we had about two weeks where we hardly talked to each other. But on purpose, it's my strategy to, because I want first, I want the player to understand that there is only one way forward is to train regularly and work on your fitness and be present in every training session. There is no, no more I train one or two days and then I rest three days and then I play the game. Uh, and of course, in the previous season, there was injuries. And when you train like this, you, you will get injured. So we had about two weeks like that. I remember also there was once uh, during that time, our first friendly, I think, with army team. And uh, the bus was there. I think the partner was eight. All the players was there. To be honest, it was just eight, one minutes or something. It wasn't a big delay. And I asked the driver to go. Okay, we went to the to the stadium of the army team. And then he came with the scooter later on uh, and apologized. So we spent about two to three weeks like this. Very tense, but I'm sticking on my position. This is how it goes. And I think later he, number one, I think he started feeling good because he worked hard. And number two, uh, he had no choice because that time it wasn't the star. So after three weeks, when I felt that he got the point and he started being more jovial, more happy, talking to everybody. So I came uh, after a training session. I told him, hey, Odava, what are you going to have this afternoon? He said, oh, surprise, because I never talked like this first time after three weeks. He said, oh, coach, why? I said, uh, he said nothing. I said, okay, let's meet in restaurant so-and-so for dinner. Mm. So we met for dinner and I sit with him and I explain to him that uh, it's not that I dislike him or I have a problem with him. It's just I'm being professional in my job. And this is what I expect from him. And uh, and then uh, he he his response was very positive. And I tell you, after this good preseason, we played the first game against Sporting. I think we won 2-0. Odava was fantastic. We destroyed them. And then the second game against Mahindra, and Mahindra was champion of the previous year. Yeah. In, Mumbai. In Mumbai. Surkumar Singh, uh, Barreto, all that. And and first half they 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 was one zero up half time. I changed the system and I we played very attacking aggressive four three three. And Odafa scored the goal and we could have won the game. So you have to understand this is Churchill that, that was in just in second division, starting with a bang, winning the first game, drawing against champion in their home ground. It's a big result. At the press conference. Everybody is asking me, where did you get number nine? Mm. Odafa. And I tell them, 
He's here before me. He's three years here. <laughs> so, and later on, I discussed when I discussed Odafa was uh, a player who was God gifted player. Power, both feet, good dribbler, uh, good scorer. These are from God. I didn't give him that. But what I gave him is two things, two ingredients for success. Number one is fitness. So I pushed him to be fit. Number two is the way my philosophy and my style of, of play. Because I think if I was a very con uh, conservative coach, and if I play a 4-5-1, uh, low block, defending deep and playing on counters, I don't think any striker would shine with a system like that. So what I gave Odafa is basically uh, of my system and philosophy and style of play suit any striker. They will, in fact, second year of Churchill, we had Odafa and Mboyo. Mboyo, I brought him from Congo. He was in Yemen with me. And that season, top scorer is Odafa. Second top scorer is Mboyo. And, and not only that year, but all the years, uh, my teams was always one of the most attacking teams. And my strikers was always, always among the top three top strikers. So this is uh, how we started in uh, Churchill, and especially with a player like Odafa, who is an amazing player. And you had seen the career that he got and the impact that he got in Indian football. So uh, why was he playing stopper back before? If, like you said, he was gifted in all these ways. I don't know. I'm just telling you that three years, nobody's seen the talent and get the best out of it. So tell me about uh, this stint in Churchill. And you had the Durant Cup there, uh, I think, 2007. And came very close to adding another league title. First year. With Churchill, first year, we was fourth of the league, which mm. is amazing. People were saying we're going to relegate, and we are fourth of the, this, the league. Second year, second year we, we, we was runner-up of the league, losing to Dempo by four goal difference. By goal yeah. difference, four goals. And we won the so how did you challenge that Dempo team of that time was one of the uh, like you know the yeah. great teams that we think when it comes to Indian football and you were right there challenging for the title with them. So what was that challenge like? How to motivate your players who played on such a lower budget to play at that level? We had uh, the group of Churchill. The strength that we had is the energy of the youngsters. It was super fit team. Uh, we play a lot of aggressive pressure game. We harass the opponent. It's not easy to play against us. And this is my, basically my, 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 uh, my, my trend of football. My, my philosophy, as I told you, is based when we defend, I like to put high pressure on the opponent. Okay. I, I don't like the, to come back and sit and wait or, or defend deep. No. When we lose the ball, we start the pressure. Very aggressive on the opponent. 
and when we have the ball, I, I, we, we, we play very attacking football, 4-3-3, 4-2-3-1, but always with the side backs, very overlapping, uh, Robert and Noba, there was like a left and right wing, their right and left back. But when we have the ball, there was up there on the corner, uh, which allowed the left and right half to come inside and support uh, Odafa. And I think most of the team find it difficult to play against us. Uh, we were super fit. Uh, and that's why we could struggle sometimes the first half. But second half was always our, our game. I, I remember in Goa, we played JCT with uh, my friend, uh, my good friend. I wish him well, uh, Mr. Sukhwindar Singh. And uh, it was good team, JCT. I think with Sunil Chetri that time playing for them and all that. And uh, we we was losing 3-1, 3-1, and left only 12 minutes to go. 12. I did two substitutions. And we won 4-3. So, and and it's not that we won with the, of course, I, I saw where is the weakness and I work on it. I, I did the substitution based on that. But also the fitness level of our players, uh, hardly any team could match us. We could play 90 minutes and even more. And many players would struggle starting from the 70, 80 minutes. So that was our, uh, our one of our strengths. Uh, it was a fantastic team. Even in Federation Cup, we did some, some amazing games. It just we was unlucky uh, with Churchill. But uh, it's good. We was runner-up. We won. Uh, uh, we won the Durham Cup. So it was good. Good two years. Uh, from there, you went to Mohan Bagan, which is one of the most uh, hardest jobs that you can take. In Indian football. They, and they, you went at a time when they were not title challengers. They were not challenging often. and like I think for almost 10 years, they didn't want anything when I went there. Yeah. For a decade. So how was that challenge? And what made you go from Goa to Kolkata? What was the reason why you decided to make that change? Um, there was few differences in building the team. Okay. Uh, uh, I I had a very, very close relationship with Mr. Churchill Alemao. Uh, but of course, he also was a little bit under pressure. So I I had a different view. Uh, and, and Churchill didn't want to lose me. You know, I tried his best. But I think at the end, we both came to conclusion that uh, it's very difficult to, to, to continue. In the meantime, Monbagan was very much. I had other options. Okay, uh, there was few few clubs lining up, uh, but Monbagan was uh, was a challenge that you could not refuse. You know, when I I'm two years there, with the the fan base, the the hype of football in Calcutta, I wanted to leave that uh, that experience. I know it was risky, because uh, for years. There is no coach that spent more than six months, some four months, some very short time, and they change because of the tremendous pressure. But I, I accept it, and they welcomed me very well. There was a good team. There was uh, Baichung, Barreto, um, fantastic team. 
this is also another story which is amazing because I start working very well, get the players towards me, um, excellent uh, group dynamic that was around the team. The fans was excited to have me there, but the start was really difficult. And you have to know that my first five games uh, with uh, with Mohan Bagan, we couldn't win, I think, the first five games. So you're coming with a lot of expectations. It's a big club, big crowd. Everybody's saying uh, uh, Karim will bring his magic with him. And then you five games, you don't do well. So it was almost, but I give credit to the management despite the pressure uh, they they stick on with me and also the fans. The fans was patient for once, and the <laughs> fans they they you know they was really patient. Some of them start giving up on me, but and then comes this game away game in Dempo in Goa against Dempo, strong Dempo. They start the game, red card for us. And then Dempo dominate the game. But we was very, in fact, there I, I start learning how to play with 10 players. Because with 10 players, most of the coaches, you have one less. So they do a 4-4-1-1, 4-4-1. Basically, they keep, they keep a block of eight players, four defenders, four midfielders, uh, two central, two on the wings, and one striker. But for me, though with the, and here I'm going to say that this is part of my philosophy, the game of football is also a game of taking risks. Uh, most coaches, or I would say many coaches, play to not lose. To not lose. So they, they are very, they play safe. Mm. They, they settle and, okay, the Priority number one is to not lose. And then if we can win, is okay. My vision of football is different. My first priority is to win. Uh, that's number one. And to play good. Because I feel that if you take risks, if you play to win, and if you are having a good style of football, and you are also fair play, uh, the result will come. Okay, so when uh, when there was the red card, uh, I think I made one change later on and put a fresh player. But I did four three one one. So the midfield was like a diamond. Baichung mm. up front, behind Barreto, behind him Barreto, and three midfielders. So it's mm. like four three three, but this time it's four three. 1-1 one, one when we defend, but it's mm. like 4-3-2 when we attack. And the, yeah. the, the width was with, with the right back and left back. So we yeah. talked about it. Now, uh, everyone has to give more than 100% so we can cover up the one player less. It was still difficult because you are playing tempo. But we was lucky we get a penalty and we score it and we won 1-0. And you have to understand from that game, we want for that first win, then win, then win, 
10 win, 10 win. That's where we get the record of 10 wins on a row. 10 wins on a row. Nobody did it in India mm. till now. ISL or I-League uh, or NFL. It's not easy. And I think two or three games in those wins was with 10 players. Yeah. Why do you get so many red cards? Yeah, even even the even the the people, the media start saying uh, uh, better play with 10 from the start. Because <laughs> you know how to do it. <laughs> so, uh, how was the situation when you compared of all the time you spent in Goa and in Kolkata and Pune also, but Pune fan base is slightly different. How would you compare these two uh, culture, football culture in these places? Uh, there is nothing, nothing to, to compare to Calcutta. Calcutta was, was simply amazing. And I have so, so many souvenirs there. Because remember, I came in a club which result oriented and I delivered. I delivered. We had a record of 10 wins on a row. Uh, that season, we was runner-up of the league. And guess who won the league? Churchill. My ex okay. yeah. In fact, there was one headline one time that that year we was runner-up of the league. Remember, I, came, I spent two years to build Churchill. Mm. Yes or no? Yeah. And they kept the same team with Odafa, with everybody. The same. It's like, you know, when you put... Uh, a tree and you take care of it and you put water and you fertilize and everything and then when it gives the fruit you go and you let somebody else take in the fruits <laughs> <laughs> you left just before the fruits so yeah. that year that stint with Mohan Bagan uh, Churchill was always on me oh. runner up of the league Churchill number one we are number two runner up of IFA Shield the final was Monbagan Churchill. Runner-up of Diren Cup. Final Monbagan Churchill. Churchill champion, <laughs> and we are second. So three runner-ups, all of them, my ex-team, my players that I built, they are the <laughs> one who beat me. And uh, that's why there was one newspaper who wrote, uh, I think before a final, Kareem versus Kareem. You understand? Because you mean yeah. that you're my legacy and my hard work against me now. And uh, but still, we won. Uh, we won Durham Cup. We won. Uh, we won Calcutta League. Uh, we won Federation Cup against Dempo in the final, and we won uh, Super Cup against Churchill. So this is at least I get that win against Churchill in the <laughs> Super Cup that year. So we had three three trophies and three runner-up. And it was amazing. And as I told you, um, uh, Mon Bagan was, uh, and the, the also the 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 derbies was was amazing because I had uh, many many wins on those derbies. The record is really really good, uh, including that uh, revenge of five goals. You know, uh, which Mon Bagan still celebrated now. Uh, because in '75, I think East Bengal had scored five goals on, on against Mohan Bagan, and there was always uh, the fans always teasing the fans of Mohan Bagan. Every derby, 
even if they lose, they tell them like this. That means we beat you with five goals. It's a lot. So, and till now, Mohanbagan fans, they celebrate that day, 25 October, I think, where we score five goals against uh, against Mohanbagan. And I remember on the fifth goal, because I didn't wait the occasion. For me, it's a derby. I'm just happy we we, we had destroyed Church. Uh, we had destroyed, basically, East Bengal on that match and uh, scoring five goals. Uh, I think four of them on second half. Um, and we four or three on the second half, and and when uh, we scored the fifth goal, uh, I'm standing up on the bench and packed stadium, huh? packed, hundred thousand supporters, and then Dora, Dora, Hemanta uh, Dora, the goalkeeper coach, I I still see it. You can see it in YouTube as well. It's there. So he came to me and and tell me something on my ear. Which I really didn't get. But he was telling me and making with his hand, coach. Da, 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 da. He's telling me something and, and showing me the number five. Then after the match and when I want, then I told him, what were you saying? He said, no, coach, I was telling you that we take the revenge. It's a big, it's a big result for history. We made history. So I said, uh, and there was one of the derbies you know, uh, Salt Lake Stadium. Yeah. I uh, used to live in South uh, City, and when you go from Salt Lake Stadium, you have to take that uh, a bit like highway, that that big road when there is ITC Hotel, where mm. you pass by. And though I take time in the dressing room to talk to the players, to the press, so I come after like one hour after the game with my driver. We are going home. And then it was still packed. It was still jammed. And on one moment, we stopped in the middle of the road because jam. We could not go further. And in front, there were so many East Bengal fans. I think two or three trucks. But also more Bagan fans. And then, and that's why, you know, I'm, uh, I'm sure uh, Mohan Bagan uh, fans, they, they do love me. Because they still, uh, can you believe, after all these years, my birthday, they send me on Twitter, happy birthday. Many fans, uh, till now. Uh, 25 October, I know it, because every 25 October, they send me, thank you, coach. You know, <laughs> what you did with us. And, uh, but the East Bengal fans also res- respect me. You know, I, I never had felt... I never felt that East Bengal fans, they take me as a rival. You know, they always respected me when I go out, when I go shopping, when I go mall. There is always, uh, I will find fans who want to take pictures with me and take my autograph. But also East Bengal fans, they come to me and I say, coach, can we say, take a picture? And when I take the picture, he tell me, uh, I'm East Bengal fan. Uh, we don't like Mohan Bagan, but... You are a good coach. We respect <laughs> you. So there was always that uh, that respect with the with this uh, with the fans of Ismail. And I was telling you on that road, on that jam, at one moment, and you know I'm I'm alone with my driver, and I'm you never know what how could be the reaction. <laughs> we just we just 
won the derby. So there was fans of East Bengal come out with the flag of East Bengal. And they come to the car. I opened the window. They, they start telling me, uh, sir, good game. You are a good coach and all that. And they want to give me the flag of East Bengal as a gift. <laughs> so they are, he's taking the flag and giving it to me. And I don't know what to do. So I, <laughs> and, and very quickly, some fans of uh, Mohan Bagan came. And took that East Bengal, it was, the guy was almost putting it on my, on my legs. And he, the fan of East Bengal took it away and gave it to him. And they start arguing. It's going to be a fight. And then I had to, I get, I get out of the car and I say, guys, guys, please. The game is over. And I talk especially to Mohan Bagan fans. I say, it's okay. I'm, I'm not taking it. Just go back. No, don't, no need to. And they say, yeah, ura, cha-cha, Karim, Karim, cha-cha. And then they <laughs> went back and the other one went, went there. So it's, it's, a, a it's amazing memories. It's a setup forcing you to take the East Bengal flag. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. So do you not find, so uh, I spoke to a couple of players who played in Goa and Kolkata. And one of the things they say is, in Goa, because you have four or five clubs, that people move within those clubs and Goan people like, they support certain clubs, but they don't like, you know, against any other club as such. But it's a different thing in Kolkata where if you are in any of the three, even Mohammedan sporting at that time, it was a big problem, big rivalry. I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed every, every place. I mean, Goa, again, is the quality of life in Goa is, is, is amazing. You know, uh, you do your job. Uh, the people love football, but without putting pressure on you, you know. If I go to a shack or go out for dinner, you will find the fans of Dampo, Sporting, Churchill. They want to talk football, but they 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 give you your privacy. They they give you your uh, your uh, your space. Uh, and of course, Goa is uh, is is heaven on earth. Uh, you know the beaches. The, it's it's nice place. Uh, but in terms of football and spice and masala. Uh, <laughs> Is Calcutta is the hub? Never had a chance to coach in Kerala. I'm from Kerala, so uh, oh. never had a chance to coach in Kerala. Because that time there was, uh, but I know it's uh, also people love the game there. Yeah, they have two teams now. Uh, Kerala Blasters and Gokulam Kerala FC, which I am a fan of because they play in my home ground uh, where I come from. Kerala Blasters, I don't like them. This <laughs> is very. I mean, I have a personal. Uh, this thing. So uh, I also wanted to ask you about this. Uh, how important was winning Calcutta League? For me, honestly, for me, uh, it was um, uh, what matters for me was the I League because uh, runner up the first time with four goal difference, runner up second time in the last game, you know, till last game. It was between us and Churchill. If Churchill lose and we win, we win the league. But if Churchill win, they win the league, no matter how we did in the last game. I think both of us won the last game, but they won it. But if they had draw or lose, we could be the, the champion. So there is nothing more important than I-League and, uh, and Federation Cup. Uh, these are the main... Uh, because it gives you a place in AFC Cup 
representing the country abroad is another level of uh, of competition. Uh, but of course, every trophy we had won, especially for the fans, uh, fans of Monbagan, you win the derby, you win any trophy, they 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 will be. It's a party time, you know. So it's okay, even if they do a tournament between Monbagan and three teams from the sixth division, and Monbagan <laughs> win the tournament, it's good to go. It's party. <laughs> So, so I'm, I, I, for me, it wasn't very important because it was important for the fans. And I remember Calcutta League was, was very tricky, very, very tricky because last game, we have to beat East Bengal. It was a derby game. It's a different so, field, no? Calcutta derby yeah. in the Calcutta so, League? The last game was the derby. And if... East Bengal win, they win the league. But we, if we win or draw, we win the league. That was the situation. Now, here is the problem. At least five players from the first starting 11 in my team was injured or suspended. I had Bai Chung, who is half fit. He cannot play 90 minutes. He just came back from injury. Barreto, I think, wasn't there, if I'm not mistaken. And I had Reno Anto played his first game. First game. Very young player. Uh, and there was three youngsters. I think their first game. So very young team. And the B team. And East Bengal was full. With Danielson, uh, the Brazilian striker, everybody. And we had matched them. I mean, those youngsters played the game of their life. We did very well. And uh, Danielson scored first. Uh, or we scored first. I don't remember, but I remember it was 1 1 draw. And Danielson scored a free kick, I think. Uh, and we, we draw and we won, the, we won the Calcutta League. So it was. Uh, Double tasty because we won, we we did well in the derby and won the the league. In uh, I mean, last uh, talking about East Bengal. Recently, there were some fans who get in touch with me of East Bengal, mm. and they told me, Coach, you did for us. You you break our heart so many times. That was mm. his comment, because. Uh, I, I remember many derbies. Most of the derbies that I was involved, we won them. Uh, Calcutta League, we won it in the derby. Um, and also when I was with Salgaukar, the final of the Federation Cup was against East Bengal in Calcutta. 70 or 80,000 fans of East Bengal. We felt so lonely, Salgaukar. You know, you're alone in Calcutta. Mm. Hotels. When we go for training with the bus, everywhere, East Bengal fans are putting pressure on us. And uh, we, uh, and, and now that game, we won 3-1. So it's not only winning, but winning big time. So. Uh, and, and can you tell the story about the derby where uh, the Nabi was stuck by something and you lost 12 points from the league and then you had to keep Mohan Bagan. This is a second stint. And you had to keep Mohan Bagan uh, up in the league and to avoid relegation. How difficult was that? And like the whole. That is, for me, for me, believe me, that was the toughest 
challenge. If you ask me what is the toughest achievement was saving Monbagan from relegation on that season. We, uh, if you remember, I came to Mohan Bagan as, uh, with a tag of the highest paid coach in Indian history, if you remember well. Because I came from Salgaukar to Mohan Bagan. Mohan Bagan was not doing well. The fans was having a strong demand to have Kareem back. And uh, the, the management have uh, did everything to get me back. And uh, it was very strong contract. So I came with this tag and when you have when you are the highest paid coach in the league you have to deliver expectations are also very high but we didn't have a good team we have a okay team that was built because i didn't i wasn't involved in the build-up i came after like five games or something on the other hand mohan bagan uh, east bengal was in a better condition on a better form on the day of the derby um so we we played the, the derby, as I told you, East Bengal, confident, uh, better than us in the standing, uh, better team. And we, fitness-wise, there was a lot of uh, weaknesses. Uh, and then we, on that day, I think the referee was harsh on us also. Uh, the first half, uh, many free kicks, and if anything, 50-50, it was for East Bengal. And uh, we we was nervous. We was under pressure to deliver. Especially my two best players that time was Nabi and Odafa. So what happened is uh, the fans was a packed stadium. So when the referee start by doing that performance, even the fans of Mohan Bagan was angry with the referee. So we... Uh, we conceded the uh, we conceded the free kick. They scored from it around the end of the first half, and then uh, we the players have um, protested strongly. Then the game re- resumed, and then again, I think there was a clear throw-in for us, but he gave it to a free kick or throw-in on the other side of the field, uh, very near to the line of uh, the field. Uh, the referee gave it to Istanbul. And that was where fans and players lost it. So Odafa came, protested strongly, red card. This was about one minute before the end of the first half. So when the referee gave red card to, to Odafa, the fans were so angry that they start throwing things. And then one of those things, I don't know what is it, but something hard, because it's opened, uh, it's hit Nabi here, and full of blood. I think he lost a bit conscience for a while. So a very freaking injury, a lot of blood, and, uh, and Odafa still was on the field, he had to go out, and it was a big drama. Uh, so Odafa out for with red card. Nabi out injured, going on the ambulance. Your two best players are out. So I did the substitution quickly. And then quickly after, it took time to resume. But after we resume, quickly after the referee whistle uh, halftime. So in halftime, uh, 
it was volatile situation. I wasn't out. I didn't see. But from what the management have said is that uh, the situation is really bad at the at the stadium. The fans was out, was really angry. And uh, so I think the fans, what the, the, the officials, what they did uh, explain to me is that for security reason, because things are, how are we going to go out there? Uh, anything can happen. The referee have lost the game. Uh, so the management uh, said there is no choice but to, to not go out there. Because, and also the news that was coming from the, the ambulance is that uh, uh, Nabi is not really good. It's, it's, uh, he's losing conscience or something. So there was a very strange atmosphere in the, in the dressing room. I think even players was was scared to lose Nabi and was scared to maybe to go back there. What will happen if uh, so? That's and then the management said, "For we have to save this situation. Uh, we cannot risk more players and all that." And they the match commissioner came, fourth referee tried to convince the officials, but they was very strict on that. So that was the story about why we didn't continue. Uh, when, we, when we went home, then we were suspended first, suspended from the league. And immediately within one, two days, all the players started getting offers from other clubs. <laughs> really, it was crazy. And how to manage this? So when we go training, uh, 50, 60 media guys, they want to... And they're asking the players, I heard you get contact with this club, with that club. So all of a sudden, all what you build as a coach is gone. Uh, the, the mind was no more there. The teamwork is not there. The, so, and watching all that going on, I talked to the management and I said, look, uh, they told me that they're trying to solve the problem. So I said, we cannot stay if you want. If at one point we're going to resume the league, and if you want to resume it in a better way, uh, let us profit from this time. I mean, it's no point training in Monbagan ground with all the pressure, with all the talk, with all. So I took the decision, and they agreed with me to take the team on a camp in Durgapur, mm. away from Calcutta. So... The advantage is, it was great for me because it's like I had my camp to work on the fitness, to work on the tactic, on strategy. Second objective is to get the players away from that pressure of Calcutta, of the media. So we had our hotel, we had our training, we had the, the pool, we had everything to work. And to work a little bit in peace, though the, the, the media, some they followed us till there, but I, I tried to play hide and seek with them, as usual. <laughs> <laughs> and but there was many controversies. For me, I start meeting the players and getting because we get a hit in our mental side, and I start working on that. And one of the things to, you know, if you have a stressful situation, uh, maybe you go, you want to go to a movie. To, to forget what's happening. 
So what I did, instead of the movie, I brought them to a river with a small boats. So we had training. And I always find something to do to, to get that group dynamic back and to get the pressure away from the players. So I did, uh, for example, in a lake, you know those boats where you, yeah. where you bike? Yeah. And it's like, a, it's like a good workout for the legs, but <laughs> it's good good atmosphere. The players are having fun and they are laughing. and So we did that. And then the media get some pictures. And the next day in Calcutta, oh, Monbagan is de- in deep shit. And the coach is having, <laughs> enjoying his time in, in Durgapur. <laughs> they call it like we're enjoying our time. And actually, it's not. It's, I'm doing my job properly. <laughs> so we stayed there for a while. And then after, anyway, to cut it short, uh, the management managed to solve the situation. I think they paid a fine. But the second thing is they, we have to start from zero. And I think the, the second team, the uh, two relegate. So I think the, the, the last team was having eight, around eight, ten. And the team above them, the third team from bottom, have around 14 or 15. So basically for us to save relegation, we was late of 15 points. We have to catch the second team, not the team above us, the other one. Because even if we catch the team above us, we're still in a relegation position. And of course, it was very clear. Every game we have to win. When we draw, we draw some games. It was so disappointed and like loss. And we mm. used to play in, uh, in Barasat. So, and it was, uh, it was, it was amazing. And, and some games, I think two or three, one against Mumbai FC, we won. Uh, two games, we won 3-2, 3-2. We won last minute, last minute. So it's like we get six points in every time in the last minute. Uh, so, so many, a lot of pressure. And and we, we, we succeed. We save relegation. We saved relegation three games, three games before the end of the, the game. Like, is that the hardest challenge you have in football? To save yeah, a team yeah, of that history? From not being relegated. Yes, yes, and uh, and we did it in style because we we relegate while we still had three games to go. Yeah. So we did it quite fast, and of course credit uh, to the players who fought uh, fought every game, every game. So sandwiched between these two, Mohan Bagan stint is the time you spend in Salgaonka. That so again that you come to a team that is at that time fighting relegation. And then you took them all the way to Federation Cup and the title winners with a very low budget. Like, and you and you created a lot of Indian players also and resurrected the, the career of let's say someone like Chidi. Uh, you bought in uh, Biswajit Saha. No, it and was in, in Salgokar. It was uh, Yakubu, Yakubu, Tomba. Chidi didn't come with you in Salgokar. No, no, he was uh, he was in uh, he was in uh, he stayed in Mohanbagan, I think. But it was uh, more. Uh, uh, Chidi came at a certain time, I think. Came, but it was the, the year when we did well was uh, Sueka Yakubo up front. Yeah. So again, you did the same thing. The relegation team take them to the title uh, back in contention with uh, again working in the budget, and you always had a very strong Indian contingent of good players. 
like when i texted you told me about uh, dormangi singh who was yeah. a wonderful human being and he had dormangi singh was a churchill brothers yeah so i was just saying in terms of uh, indian players that you if i want help. if you want me to tell you the story about uh, gurumangi singh yeah. uh, my second year with churchill so i spent the first year second year uh, gurumangi singh was a sporting and was a holding midfielder and he could not have a time play you know uh, he wasn't one of the main players he was still young as well and i remember we was training for torda and somebody talked to me about him and then i gave him an appointment the next day and he came to the while i'm about to leave with my car so i met him we talked and i told him at churchill you will not have big money so what i advise you is uh, i want you no problem i heard good things about you but uh, just accept what is offered and sign for one year and prove yourself and ask for money and credit to him he accepted uh, and then uh, from then on it was uh, he i changed him uh, he started playing as a center back and he did well for us uh, sargo car was uh, when i finished with uh, with mohan bagan it was half of uh, we just finished the first round i finished the first round with mohan bagan left them third of the league left them top of calcutta league uh we we won six uh, out of six uh but somehow they had some internal issues which uh, maybe my my departure was was the key to solving those those <laughs> uh, uh political issues so nice. and i and i uh, i within like 10 days i got the offer from salgoka salgoka played first round they were second from bottom they had an american coach and i came uh, to start playing with them second round and it was tough because one of the foreigners that they had somehow didn't want to play for us anymore and uh, the american coach didn't like ekeni uh, the striker that i had nigerian so he didn't play him a lot in the first round so ekeni was my main foreigner but but not match fit didn't play a lot of games so i had to work on that and to give him confidence and he had uh, he wasn't the most uh, technical player but he had an eye of goal and i had to 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 change even my style based on on what he need to to start helping us and uh, Uh, the team was average was really average we had many positions where where it was difficult uh, thanks to mon bagan as well though i left i kept a good uh, term with them they gave me uh, rino anto who helped us a lot with uh, salgoka and then we uh, the achievements that we did on that 13 games on to 13 games we was the second best team after nempo the champion the second best team if you count only second round so we didn't only save relegation but we end up in the sixth position and mohan bagan came down from the third to the fifth in fact i had called uh, my friend one of the officials and i told him we needed two more rounds that i would be above mohan bagan <laughs> <laughs> so and uh, and then the ekene this striker who was underrated end up with 17 goals 
I think maybe second top scorer, if I'm not mistaken. So from nobody, he was second top scorer. And uh, after that, I think he signed for Eastmanda. And second year, I built the team on my hand, you know. I hand-picked the players that we needed. I had more quality. Uh, we did a very, very good preseason camp in Goa for the second year. The camp that was, that was really based on uh, building a group, being fit, uh, working on technique, tactics, and the fitness, and also building a group and mentally strong. But also, uh, uh, and also, um, uh, what we did is educating the players. So I remember in the because in in preseason camp you have time. So sometimes you train morning and afternoon. Sometimes you train only morning, but usually evenings you don't have much to do. So I thought I convinced the chairman to to put a budget on that. So uh, we start bringing every two days somebody to educate the players you know like uh, i brought uh, i brought uh, uh, two times psychologist like the first lady uh, teach the players how to deal with stress how to deal with the, those moments in the dressing room before the game she teach them exercises of uh, of uh, breathing exercises you know uh, another uh, psychologist talked to them about the psychology and the, what is the, the what what is the brain of a of a player and what he go through and um, maybe touch a bit the yoga stuff and all that. I brought Kaizad. Kaizad was a renowned uh, fitness dietitian person from Mumbai, uh, so he came to Goa and teach the players talk to them about the diet, talk to them about the doping and how to, they have to be careful. Uh, uh, I learned even one from that Kaisad, one of the things that he said, I remember he said, uh, guys, all of you, everybody uh, uh, looking for buying branded clothes, you know, Armani, uh, Hugo Boss and all that. He said, but... Uh, What's the point of wearing a brand when you are unfit? It still doesn't look good on you. But if you have a nice body, even if you wear an old T-shirt, it will look good on you. So something like that. So we did well. I brought Benjamin, the ex-referee, who talked to the players about how to deal with referees and how they think, how to avoid stupid yellow cards or cards. And uh, so it was good preseason, very professional. We start working. We had a good group, no indiscipline, nothing, and and of course we 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 bang everything. We won the league, we won the cup, even even AFC Cup. We did fantastic. Uh, yeah. To give you an idea, that moment, India lost to Oman five one. I remember friendly match. India lost to Oman five one. And we played Al Oroba, the champion of Oman in AFC. And Al Oroba of Oman have four foreigners, good ones, but also have seven national team players. Many of them played against India and beat them 5-1. Uh, we beat them in Goa 3-1. And we was up 3-0. Only the referee gave a penalty at the end of the, of the match. 
So we, we for example, the, the champion of Uzbekistan, the year before had beaten Dempo 9-1. The year before, or two years before. And when we meet the champion of Uzbekistan in Goa, we draw 2-2. But just to give you the level of that team, how strong it became. Uh, so then uh, it was a good time with, uh, with Salgakar as well. Do you feel that is the best team you built in India, in your time in India? I, I'm telling you, every... I'm, maybe I'm not the... Uh, there are better chefs than me. You know, if we consider yeah. this job as, as a cook, you know, they're better chefs than me. But they can do a good dish only when they have all the ingredients. You know, like a good biryani, you need good basmati rice. You need <laughs> good good pieces of top meat. You need you need certain ingredients, right? Yeah. Uh, they will do top. But I'm 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 not the best chef, but I'm I'm a chef that can make you a good dish out of nothing. You know. <laughs> so you want biryani? You give me just some some piece of not the meat, uh, you know that fat, little of yeah. fat. Just the smell of the meat, uh, any rice you want, <laughs> anything, and I will make you a good biryani. Then maybe when you taste it, it will taste for you better than the other biryani with all the ingredients. <laughs> so, so every club I want, I did, I did build a good team. If I am allowed to stay longer, I always did, did a good team. Uh, with Salgokar, I did it. Uh, with Churchill, I did it. With Mohan Bagan, I did it. Uh, especially my 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 second year with them, with the, with the Salgokar definitely with Puna also. Puna was a very young team, yeah, but it was a fantastic team. Yeah. yeah, the best thing we did with Puna, you you know that. I mean, we were scoring. Who was scoring goals in Puna? It was Haukip. Haukip, a young player who nobody uh, believed in him a lot. Not with the senior team, definitely. And that player shine with 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 us, uh, and uh, uh, most of the assist came with the left back Raju. Can you believe yeah. that? So we had uh, some young players: Puya, one young midfielder; uh, Nikhil, Kadam, yeah. one young players. And we did we beat uh, we beat uh, Shelong. A good team with their star striker that time, that player from uh, from Trinidad Tobago who played the World Cup before. It was a good team. Yeah, it was a good team. We beat them 5-2. Uh, we beat Bangalore in Bangalore, 3-1. You know, going to Bangalore, playing against BFC, strong team, and playing with the system 4-4-2 on diamond. That means it's almost like 4-3-1-2. One number 10, two strikers, uh, sidebacks overlapping. I mean, uh, they, they couldn't deal with us on that game. Uh, but it was a good game. They played also well. They created lots of uh, chances. But with Puna, the best part is when we played the King's Cup in Bhutan in preseason. So Bhutan is an international uh, tournament, King's Cup. There was team from Thailand, from Bangladesh. There was Mohan Bagan as well. We beat them in semifinal. Uh, and we qualified to the final. And by far, the crowd was 
amazed with our team. We had the final, all the crowd was with us. If you go back to the social media, you will understand that all of them was disappointed that we lost the final. So uh, it's... Um, I remember Pune in a couple of things. One, uh, I the game that you, you won 3-1 in Bangalore, uh, I... Yeah. I sat on top of the, I told you this, I sat on top of the stadium where the analysts and all sit and you get yeah. the whole view properly and you see how well people are moving around. And my that, my that video came, analyst was there as well. I may have spoken to him, I don't remember now, but I just remember saying the movement of your players. I, that game you totally outplayed BFC. I mean, you can say they played okay, they did a few things here and there, but you outplayed 3-1, hockey hit the bar. Uh, and missed one chance also on header. Uh, I've never seen a team come to Bangalore and outplay them like that. Probably, other than the AFC Cup or stuff like that, I haven't seen that since either, really. It's a one time distinctly in my head. And this, there's a funny thing about Hoikip also. He he was the highest top, highest goals, Indian goal scorer in the I-League that year. And uh, the next time, I think India played either Oman or... Iran, you were playing in Bangalore for the qualification and uh, I asked Stephen Constantine why Hoikip is not part of your plans and then he told me, he was going with Robin Singh, uh, he said he, I, this, it doesn't matter, it doesn't make sense and so I said he is the highest goal scorer in India, why is he not part of your plan? So he said he's not tall enough, so I said he's six feet tall, you're, you, you're, that's not the right thing, we had an actual argument. <laughs> in a press conference for a while about Hoikip. And since you left, I don't see him in the same anymore. Like, he's not the same player anymore, I think. Yeah, that yeah. Uh, this thing is gone. The players need, the players, need uh, players are human beings. I always say that, you know, and you have to treat them as human beings, not as a footballers, not as a performers. I always treat my players as uh, as human beings. I'm, I'm very strong in training, but I'm very close as a human being, I, I don't like distance between the players. Uh, and you have seen, I mean, um, uh, Luciano played with me for two or three clubs. Uh, Sueka played with me in Singapore and in Mohanbagan, Salgaukar, Pune, till he resigned. Uh, Ishfaq Ahmad played with me for many clubs. Chidi played for many clubs. Uh, so there are a lot of players when they find... Sweka was telling me once when he went to Dempo and come back, because there was a moment where he went to Dempo and came back. He told me that this is the first time as a player I felt the coach is very important. And he said, I missed you. I missed uh, your professionalism, the way you push the players, and also your, your thinking about the game and how you make it easy for the game. Uh, you know, players notice that. Uh, at Mohan Bagan, when I had Tolge, we played Chirag. Chirag, I think, and they had a centre-back very strong. And Tolge was the striker. So we started the game after 30 minutes. Tolge came for a drink when there was an injury time. And then he told me, coach, I'm, I'm tightly marked. I'm tightly marked. But I already noticed that because they had two centre-backs, one weak and one strong. And if Tolge go right, the, the, that African boy, he is with him. They man-mark him, but centrally. So I thought, Tolge, come, what you going to do? Ask, uh, I don't remember who was playing on, I think Bargav. 
uh, ask Bargav to go center forward, who was playing on the right, and you go on the right flank. And then he looked at me like annoyed because I'm the striker. I said, just do that, Tolgi. So now either he will follow you on the flank and we'll have a big weakness in the center, or you will make damage on the right side because the right, the left back is weak. And I said, okay. I explained to him very quickly. He went back. Within 10 minutes, Tolgay got the ball on the right. The, the center back was lost and asking his coach, you told me to mark Tolgay. Should I go or stay? And then the coach, I think, told him to stay. And then uh, after 10 minutes, Tolgay got the ball, dribble easily the left back, penetrate. And I think he gave a pass and Bargav scored. You know, because... The, when uh, when Tolgay penetrate and eliminate the left back, uh, the centre back had to come to him, which make a big gap for uh, for Bargav. He stayed, I think, uh, free, and then Tolgay gave. But the one who made the goal is Tolgay, uh, and then we were so happy. And he, Tolgay came running to me. He he gave me high five. He said, "You are smart, coach. You are smart." Mm. And you know, players also believe in you. And, and respect you if you if you help them find solutions. So there was a moment in time when you were offered the India job after yes. your time in Salgata. Obviously, yep. you, couldn't, you didn't take it up. Uh, the club couldn't release you. You feel like uh, it's an opportunity lost or are you happy to stay with the club? Um, very difficult to say. Uh, you know, I think some some people maybe could have uh, could say because after that after that uh, that saga of national team, after a few months, I left to Mohanbaga, and uh, I left a, a bit not happy. And people could have seen it as I left Salgokar and I left to Mohanbaga for money or something, though it was big contract. But what what people didn't know is that, uh, and one of the one of the guys you can ask is Mr. Kushaldas, because yeah. Kushaldas, we had few discussions about the taking the job. Uh, they offered me, they talked to me, and uh, I, will, I I I still remember what I said, and it's in newspaper. What I said to Kushaldas, I said I would be honored to coach the national team. I would love to. But I'm under contract. Though I have in the contract, I have a clause of exit, exit clause of one-month notice. Okay? It was there all the time. But I didn't use it to go to India because I told Kushal Das I will be honored. That is a challenge for me. That's my a dream come true. But I'm under contract and you have to, if you can, please convince Mr. Salgauka to let me go. That time we just won the Federation Cup. So, but Mr. Sargokar said, no way. If you go back to some uh, newspapers, there was even one headline, uh, IFF and Sargokar on a tag of war over Ben Sharifa. This is a headline of where uh, I think the Federation had talked to Sargokar, but Sargokar said, no way. And uh, Sargokar have talked to me. I, I told him, if you let me go, I will be happy. If you don't let me go, no problem. And he told me, look, Karim, uh, we have a challenge also of AFC Cup. That's also 
an international level, so stay with us. And so I said, no problem. But later on, other things had happened that makes me use my 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 exit clause. So you you tell me as 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 a person, if I have a choice between Mohan Bagan and Nashin team to use the clause for what I will use it. Of course, for the national team. Yeah. For me, national team of India is more important than any club, for sure. Uh, but it just circumstances happened that uh, I didn't take it. Uh, but I would, uh, I was excited about it because in the national team that time there was many players that started under my coaching or made a comeback under my coaching. Did you have never coached in an ISL team, and why that is, I do not know. So honestly, and do you feel like ISL has changed Indian football one way better for worse? Or how would you, how would you see? No, look, ISL. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I will correct you. You said you don't understand why. Uh, why is because the ISL when when it was created, there was a criteria for players and for coaches, which is not wrong, because let's not forget the impact that had ISL on on Indian football in terms of marketing, in terms of raising the the bar and the popularity of the game all over India. Uh, you know, uh, it's because of ISL that that football came back to Kerala, to Kerala in a big way. Uh, one to Odisha, one to Jamshedpur, one to Delhi with Delhi Dynamos, uh, one to Mumbai with Mumbai FC. So there, are, uh, it's ISL who, because before with the I-League, the hubs of football was Goa, Calcutta, maybe Punjab. But ISL brought it everywhere and in a big way. When you have Del Piero playing for Delhi Dynamos, when you have Trezeguet for Pune, when you have uh, those stars, have helped raise the, game, raise the popularity and marketing of the game. And of course, they have some. They have their objectives, and part of this, they needed marquee coaches. You know, coaches who who had played at the highest level, who are known names. Karim Ben Sharifa is known in Indian football, but uh, as a big brand, maybe not yet. So I'm I'm fair to that, and I I accept it. Now the difference is, uh, that's why I didn't even try, but now. The, that that uh, criteria is no more there. Now, basically, ISL is the decision of the clubs, while before it was the, the board of ISL. Uh, but now the clubs have that freedom to select the coaches that they want. And uh, it just they have to have the pro license, the AFC or UEFA pro license, which I have. And uh, I would not uh, hide that, that, uh, yes, I, I'm looking to make a comeback uh, for ISL. Either direct to ISL or uh, to I League with an objective of ISL. In addition to this, uh, there's also this debate of like when you were play, uh, coaching here, it was three foreigners plus one nation. ISL came and made it into five foreigners on the field. You can have six or seven in your roster. So the debate now is they want to go back to three plus one. So where do you stand on this? Like one one argument is the quality will go down. Some coaches are saying uh, the national team coach wants more players, Indian players to get more time. So where would you stand on this? Because your teams always had a, a big, good Indian country. I I, I think uh, maybe it may make time. Even if it doesn't happen now, immediately, uh, 
it will happen as at a certain time because all the the leagues uh, over Asia or something they're going with the maximum four foreigners. But I understand also from ISL point of view and talking about that uh, return and that marketing and keeping the fans uh, together. For me, I think it depends because I don't know very well, but it depends how is the level of pool of Indian players available now. If that is available and we have a good pool of Indian players, enough to, to cover ISL and I-League, and give a good brand of football, fine. But also I understand the ISL point of view if they wish is to keep the five plus one. Uh, if the pool is not enough, then maybe could be also keeping the five plus one, but also working on youths and youth developments as well to bring up as many Indian players as possible. And that's also the role of the I-League as well. I-League clubs, if they are smart, they should focus on Indian players and get as much up and they can survive with that as well because if they build good players, uh, sooner or later ISL would want to want them, especially if they are going with three plus one. Yeah, I think ISL is doing that very well in terms good. of uh, well, making players and then selling them, not yes. selling them, other teams will come and pick them up yes. so they can yeah. restart all over again. It's a good business model to survive. Yep. Now, to some tidbits. I've just written a few things down here. So, uh, who was the best player you've coached during your time in India? Indian or foreigner? Both. Difficult uh, question. But definitely it's going to be Odafa. I would say Odafa. Because uh, he was... when he On his day, he could single-handedly win a game. In terms of top professional uh, is Sweka, Ruji Sweka. Uh, very, very, he's a, he's a player who you have to know how to use him. So he's the type of, uh, there are many players like him now in the top level, like Silva in uh, Manchester City. Like, mm. uh, so he's uh, that type. For Indian players, Indian players, um, Ishfaq, one of them. Uh, Ishfaq, when we played, uh, he was with me at Mohan Bagan, we played uh, against Churchill. No. On the day of Dempo, when we won that 1-0 penalty, when we played with 10 players, Churchill Alima watched the match and told me after the match, who is that player on the left? I say his name is Ishfaq Ahmad. He's known. He said, wow. He, he ha- you have two players in one. He's left back and left half because Ishfaq was full of energy. He can run the whole game. Um, uh, but let me tell you about Indian players. Let me see. There was, uh, there was many. Francis was, uh, was a good player that I have coached there. Um, yeah. So there, there was many, many talent. I mean, I, if I keep uh, talking, Rino Anto was a, was a good player. Uh, Bargav, this player. But Sadly, many of them, I didn't hear about them anymore. You know, they, you know, players also, if you raise them up a lot and they became star at early age, they don't know how to handle it. And usually, just like what you said about Haukip. What about Baitu? You had the privilege, you first Baitu, who's a star for us. 
I mean, as we always ask, Vaichung Chetri, what is the difference? How good? What? All those kind of things. What? What do you? I, you, I, you know, you 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 ask me now some questions, and I my mind went to the recent times, if you notice. Yeah. But of course, that that team of uh, that team of Mohan Bagan uh, with uh, with Baichung, Deepak Mandol, uh, it was a great team. Baichung was uh, was amazing guy. I mean, uh, for me, for a player to succeed, you need to be balanced between body and head. You know, the thinking, the, you know what you want, and I think Baichung had that. Baichung, uh, in fact, you you could just look at the players, uh, you will find. Some good players, they was good also because their mind was good and they are still successful in what they are doing after football. One of yeah. them is Bai Chung, of course. It's, it's, it's just a privilege actually to uh, be able to talk to people like you, to be in the stadium for Thank free and getting paid to write on football and watch yeah. and soak in the atmosphere and be in, in these situations. It's a, it's a lot of fun. And uh, this has so been much. a phenomenally uh, fun conversation. I really, really enjoyed my time. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I honestly, I hope you come back to India, coaching. I hope so. I will. Don't worry. I, I, I always find I I will come with the with the team that nobody wants. But I, give me six months and I will be up there. Then they will yeah. be calling. <laughs> okay, then come to Kerala. Classes. I uh, I want to take this uh, and I would like to take this opportunity. This is a hard time for all over the world, for India as well, with this virus, uh, coronavirus, and uh, with the cyclone that happened uh, in uh, Bengal state. Um, uh, I wish uh, every every Indian uh, person. Uh, to to be safe and uh, the best uh, the best of luck for uh, for passing going through this in the best way possible because india i spent 9 years and it was tremendous time in my life tremendous time in every in every way uh, people in india are are warm are simple are modest are loving people you know they they do love you they are they're emotional Uh, and I, I just loved that and enjoyed my time there. Thank you so much for this uh, conversation, Butch, and all the best. I hope to see you around soon. Thank okay. you. Thank you for listening, and I really hope you like it. This episode is a promise that we will keep bringing you more content and hopefully top quality content on Indian football. If you like it and want to check out our other episodes and the future episodes, please do follow us on Twitter at InjuryTimeIND. My handle is at Sandy Nonam. The podcast is also on Instagram and YouTube as well as InjuryTimePodcast, where we also have video content as well for you to enjoy. Please do like and subscribe as it's our lifeblood to keep this channel running because nobody is paying us any money to do this. So till next time, enjoy the game. Thank <laughs> you.